Once again, Main Street Sports today brought to you in part by Custom Stone Handlers. Our friends at Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, and Zion Christian Academy. We are coming to you from the Williamson County County Ag Expo Center, where the TWSAA State Individual Wrestling Championships are taking place. It's been a lot of fun all day. You've heard a lot of wrestling talk, and we'll probably hear a little bit more, but also we'll grab, get into some more region basketball and perhaps some upcoming spring sports. So exciting because we are joined by Williamson County Athletics Director Darren Joins. Mr. Joins, thanks for taking some time with us and we appreciate it. Thank you. I didn't listen. Uh, really appreciate what you guys do, not only covering all our sports, but I feel like in the past couple of years, and I know Moe's had a lot to do with this too, and Charles from the Williamson Herald, wrestling gets some great coverage. It really does, and it should. I've always said uh, you know, when there's certain sports that when the game's over or the match is over, you have people there waiting to interview them. But it doesn't mean those other sports aren't just as important. So, obviously, uh, we, we've made a big jump in wrestling, and uh, we appreciate your coverage of it because these young men and young women certainly deserve it. Well, we appreciate you acknowledging that, Darren. Um, as county athletics director, you got to be happy to have this thing back in your backyard, I think, after the one-year departure because yeah. of pandemic-related issues, I guess. Um, this time last year, cars were driving on the floor out here, and, and folks were sticking their arms out the door and getting, getting vaccinations, and so it wasn't exactly available for what we're doing here today and, and yesterday and tomorrow, but it's it's got to be nice to have it back, you know, where for some of us where it belongs. Absolutely. I mean, this is a, a great venue to have it. You know, we, we loved having it in our individual schools, but it really didn't do it justice in terms of everybody being able to watch, uh, being as accessible like you're talking about as it needs to be. So I don't want to jinx us, but this feels sort of normal, doesn't it? So, as, as normal as anything feels anymore, I guess. So, yeah, and and it looks like some of your programs have really, you know, kind of taken advantage of being at home. Again, we just got done talking with Will Parcell from Page. Um, he and teammate Grant Hawkinson are in the finals tomorrow. Fairview has a couple in the finals. Um, Summit's got two in the finals. Independence has one in Class AA. You've got two girls that are going to be wrestling each other for a state championship. So, I mean, um, Williamson County has really stepped up on the mat here over the last Yeah, that's a, a lot of fun. I think uh, we had something like 20. We had 69 here, I believe it was. 20 in the semis, and I think we have now 11 in the final. And, again, you're talking about that. And not only is it a, it's a, 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 an all-Wilco final for the girls, your coverage area. We've got Indy Summit, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we're excited about that. Uh, and, and listen, girls wrestling, I, I was talking to Charles about this a couple days ago. I believe we had six who were here last year, and this year we have 15. So certainly proud of those young ladies uh, as well as these young men. Girls wrestling has really taken off 
across Tennessee. You know, we had the first girls state duels championship in the country a couple of weeks ago out here and and just the support for girls wrestling from the top down has really been impressive to see and talking to you know mark reeves the assistant executive director of the TWSAA, about the importance of the girls duels just the team concept of wrestling that that the boys were getting the girls deserve to get that as well and and just again the support for girls wrestling has really been something to see yeah i'm proud of that too and i appreciate mark he just does a wonderful job with his duties there at TSSAA. obviously wrestling's kind of his wheelhouse that's his background uh, uh, in terms of coaching so uh, we love it. We, we really do. It, to me, it's about opportunities. The more opportunities you can provide for young people, the better. You know, you take something uh, that's happening today that I'm excited about. I'm uh, From here, I'm going to head over to Franklin Lanes and watch our first ever middle school bowling championship. So we've added bowling at the middle school level. Our thought is, hey, there's some young men, young women that don't have a chance to maybe play some other sports. Let's give them some opportunities to play. So we're excited about that. You know, it's uh, talking about girls wrestling taking off here in uh, the state of Tennessee. Coming up this spring, girls flag football. Yeah. Man, uh, Williamson County being the pilot program for that in the state of Tennessee, that's really huge. And, you know, when we first – when we heard about Alabama doing it and reached out, we thought, okay, this is good. You know, we should, we should think about doing that. Oh, we're going, to be, we're going to be doing that. <laughs> so that way it was really cool to hear that you guys were taking the lead on that. And, and just recently had the coaches meeting. How did that go? Is everything kind of set up and ready for that? It really did go well. Uh, and, and, you know, something that I'm excited to announce is it's actually going to be a two-year pilot with WCS. So we were talking about doing it a year. It turns out it's going to be a two-year deal. So – I think that makes a lot of sense for a lot of different reasons. Doesn't mean that other counties won't be able to get in here and do that, but uh, like anything, you do it one year, maybe you're like, hey, well, I wish we would have changed this and changed that. So we're gonna have a couple of different years, which we're totally excited about. But the meeting went well. We had Josh Corey of the Titans, he was there uh, at the meeting. We had a couple of representatives from NFL Flag. Uh, uh, one young lady, uh, Phoebe, uh, and I apologize, I struggled to say her last name, Schechter. Uh, she actually not only works for the NFL in terms of their flag football, she was an intern for the Buffalo Bills working with tight ends a couple of years ago. So that's kind of cool. She's a part of it. We have on every team, we have at least one coach who's a part of the tackle football staff. So we're excited about that. We're getting at least, I think we have four or five females who are going to serve as assistants because the point is this. We want to make sure that females understand how the game works. Obviously, football is something that you typically see males involved with, but this is going to, again, broaden that scope a little bit when you're talking about more people being a part of it. And my prediction is it ends up being the next sanctioned sport. And, and, and there are a lot of females who – understand the game as well Absolutely. as males who don't get an opportunity but right. this might give them a chance to show hey 
I can scheme up an offense just as well as anybody else. You know, you never know what you might get. And, and it's really interesting to see how this can become something even bigger for uh, not just not just Williamson County, but across the state. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, so. I was talking to um, Emily Crowell with the TSSAA yesterday. Um, I asked a couple of ladies out here watching girls wrestling. It's like, you know, if there had been girls wrestling when you were in high school, is that something you would have done? And Emily said, you know, uh, Emily's a Harpeth Hall graduate. So she said, you know, I, I was never really exposed to wrestling in school. So, I mean, I don't know. She said, but if there had been flag football, I'd have been all over that. Yeah. So I think the level of excitement, not just amongst these young ladies who are going to have the opportunity to play, but among a lot of women that didn't have that opportunity. I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be interesting to see who shows up at some of these ball games, man. I think you're going to see some too. decent crowds. I do, too. I, you know, one of the things we're going to try to do, and you guys know this guy, and you know he'll do it, the coach at Ravenwood is going to be Will Hester. <laughs> well, I can assure you Will Hester, <laughs> and his assistant is Jessica Mancini, very successful soccer coach there. I will be shocked if come that first game on March 27th if they don't have a really, really, really nice crowd there and like you said at other places too. Who it's, are some of your other coaches? Is Chris Hughes? Chris Hughes. That's right. Chris come Hughes on. is involved. Well, come I mean, on. I, I, <laughs> Mr. Flag I football. Just right? I was, I was going to say, it should, he shouldn't be allowed to be involved. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, he's kind of a ringer. He's a ringer, he? isn't yeah. he? <laughs> but, but, I mean, I felt like he was. I just wanted confirmation, basically. Yes. But who are, who are your other head coaches? So, you got Brent Wood. You got Gabe Evans. Uh, Centennial, Matt Kreisky. Uh, who's head football coach there on the tackle side. Uh, uh, Fairview talked about Chris Hughes. Franklin, Donnie Webb. There's a guy wow. you guys know about. Okay. That's right. Drug uh, him off the couch. That's huh? right. <laughs> Independence, Andre Flowers. Okay. No one's Bill, yep. Pat Curran. Uh, Page, Charles Rathbone. Ravenwood, Will Hester. Uh, Summit, Tay Martin. So four, four head coaches, four tackle football head coaches. That's correct. Is that right? That's correct. It's pretty awesome. And really, you talk about Donnie, there's five, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. In, yeah. in reality, absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's pretty cool to, to, to see. And I saw some video from that, that coach's meeting, and I saw Charles and a couple other guys like, Okay, so they got they got the foot the the football coaches out there doing you know doing a lot of great stuff here. And you've got to have that. You've got to have some some working relationship with with your your boys tackle football team and the girls flag football because it's still football. You're right, and I think so. My goal, honestly, when that started, I feel like as much as anything that gives the league legitimacy. Mm -hmm. You know, when sure. you're just talk doesn't mean somebody else couldn't do it. But I think for the young ladies who are thinking about playing, I think that has increased the number because they look at it and go, okay, this is not some novelty. This is something that we're going to take serious. And, and yeah, and we're, not, we're not just second rate and we get the, the junior high offensive line coach or whatever. Or, or the home ec teacher. Or, or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. You know. So that's pretty awesome. What? Not that home ec teachers can't know football. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Right. But, but like you said, it's just it just speaks to the legitimacy of the whole situation when a guy who coached in a state championship game a couple of months ago is coaching your team. It's going to be awesome, man. Well, we're looking forward to that and looking forward to uh, the Region 6 hoops tournaments that are coming up and uh, looking forward to all of high school sports 
winter sports kind of concluding now, getting into the final tournament plays and, and, and spring sports getting ready to, to start up. I know um, baseball and softball are practicing. and So are tennis and track tennis and, and track boys soccer. Yeah, because right. the, there's no rest for the weary. That's right. Not for us either. I'm sure you guys noticed this. In <laughs> fact, I, I didn't notice it initially until Mark Wilkins out at Independence said something to me about it. Uh, and maybe this is the first time you're realizing it too. The matchups on the boys and girls are the exact same matchups. The seating's just different. Did you, wow. guys, did you guys realize that? Didn't realize I, that? I did realize that the same two schools were eliminated, but I did not catch that all the matchups yeah. were identical. That's, How about that's, that? That's pretty crazy. I tell you what, I am looking, for, and we talked about it with Charles Pulliam a couple of segments ago. I'm, I'm really kind of looking forward to that Brentwood Columbia Central boys matchup on Saturday night down at Summit. So, um, so I, I assume you'll be doing the Ag Expo to Summit thing tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it, obviously we're gonna. This is gonna be the primary focus. It's a state championship. Sure. I mean, it's it's got to be the focus, but. Now that we've got it where it, the championships are at two, you know, that, that allows uh, a little bit easier to go to both, at least at some level. But I'll be here until this thing wraps up with our young men and young women. Well, we appreciate everything that you've done to get, uh, get all of these, these uh, tournaments off. I know it's, it, it can't be easy, and I know I, you got a lot of help. I tell you, we, we appreciate the district and region scheduling that yeah. you guys did the three-day districts for 11 4a and 12 4a and the central sites for the region quarterfinals makes our jobs a little yeah. bit easier yes it does and, <laughs> and, and i know nobody cares about that but it's still well today is the sausage making show so if you're going to talk about it today today's the day huh? talk about <laughs> well, it but darren thank you man we appreciate it as always you do such a great job we, we really thank you for everything you've done well thank you guys listen without you guys promoting what we're doing it wouldn't be the same so thank you a lot absolutely all right when we come back sec media days first time it hasn't been in hoover ever they have announced the coaches lineups and i'll tell you who's going to kick off sec media days on the other side of the break stick around Welcome back in as I'm living right here. They're right there. Not doing the That's, shopping nope, cart. Nope. Right. Not making pizza. They got food here. Nope. Right here. This is where you live. <laughs> Stay in the box. That's Stay it. in the box. <laughs> Thank you, Hitch. <laughs> Welcome back in. Main Street Sports today. Having a great time here at the Williamson County Ag Expo Center for the State Wrestling Individual Championships. It's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of great guests. And, and if you... If you have any questions about what's going on in wrestling, uh, then you've not been listening. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, you, if you're just joining us now or whatever, go back and listen to the first half because that's uh, <laughs> we never have halftime today. <laughs> it's been a great show, it's man. All we, we've show. had a lot of we've had a lot of fun hanging out with everyone today. So uh, thank you to all of our great guests, and looking forward to. Continuing high school uh, sports coverage throughout the weekend, including those region tournaments we just talked about. So, yeah, 
Chris, one of our guests, 62 and 0, is that right, Mo? 62 yes. and 0. Doesn't matter what you're playing. If you're 62 and 0, pretty darn good. <laughs> it's don't, amazing. Hey, and it doesn't it doesn't matter who you've played. Yeah. Don't tell me that small school and large school makes a difference. If you're 62 and 0, right. you you've wrestled some big schools, mm-hmm. you've wrestled some great kids and 62 and, and 0. And and I guarantee you this. If somebody says that to him, I guarantee you Will Parcells will say, bring them. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Hey, We got a mat. Matter of fact, we're going to be done at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Let's stick around. I'm already at weight. You know? Let's stick around. You, seriously, there, there has been some talk about. I'm a, here for it. There, there has been talk about a tournament of champions, maybe bringing in the, top, the two finalists in each of the classifications or something like that. Um, in Let's do D2. It, well, it's one of those things. It's like, do you not like making money? Uh-huh. Because. Why ain't you done it yet? Ooh. Well, the weights are the same, uh, yeah, to your abso- point. Absolutely. So it's it's Why? it's not like you've, you've got, uh, it's not like football or basketball, no. team sports. Where if you, you're going to have the third day and you're going to end at 2 o'clock. Bring prime time. Back. I don't know why you're not doing it at 3. You'll be oh. done by 5. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's let's come back in here at seven, and throw throw the throw the top two from Class A and the top two from Class AA at each weight. Let's get them back out. Take there. these the mats eight mats. Take these mat eight, eight mats and put like two in the middle. Let's go. I mean, and and get your spotlights going. Let's go. I'm in. Little little PA system. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> the director isn't here, but I bet we can get somebody to make <laughs> make a suggestion. Mm. <laughs> All right, listen, SEC media, football media days is not in Hoover, and I think it's maybe the first time it's ever not been in Hoover. To my knowledge. Um, at least the, the media day as we know it. Uh-huh, yes. I don't know. I don't even know when they started this thing. Um, really came into its own when Nick Saban. Uh, no. I mean, it no. was big before. You're it was, right. It was big. But in the I early guess the, the fans, the fans coming in. The fans coming in started That's probably late. Late 90s? Yeah, mid-90s, because I remember covering it in the mid-90s, specifically in 95 and 96 down in Hoover. And and that that was right after the 92 uh, national championship for Alabama. So there was a guy with the ring hat (laughs) in the hotel and that kind of thing. So, yeah. So it's interesting that they're not going to have uh, have it in Hoover. It is going to be in Atlanta, I assume probably – it's got to be at the College Football Hall of Fame. That's right? what I was thinking. That that's, makes the, sense. that's the only thing I could think of. Got to be. Or the World Congress Center, which is right next door, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're all the same. They're all Six right there one. together. Yeah, they're yeah. all literally the same building. You, you can you can get to all of them. All right. In the indoors. You can go on Monday and come to the house because you ain't it ain't getting no better. Uh oh. Mm. It uh, ain't okay, getting okay. no now, better. Okay. Okay. Now next year you're talking about 14 teams. Four, right. There's gonna be three people on Monday. On Monday. Th- th- this oh. is this August, right? Uh, July. No, July. Or July, July rather. But this, this summer. This summer. Okay. Coming this summer okay, to a up. screen near you. Okay. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Kirby Smart's got to be on the first day, right? All right. No, D- he's not. But oh, wow. what? Oh. He's on day three. Jimbo and How Nick many are days be is on the it? first there day. Are four days. Four days, and the national championship coach is on day three. So he's not at the beginning. He's not at the end. He's just, he's just some joke. He's huh? in the middle. Yeah. Stuck in the middle with, uh, I won't tell you yet. Yeah, okay. But when you when you hear who he's stuck with, you're going to be like, geez, <laughs> they don't like this guy. Anyway, th- they Game did on. it for a reason. I'll tell you why. 
But day one. Day mm-hmm. one. We're kicking it off. Brian Harrison. That's why I was dancing. Brian Kelly. Oh. Kicking well, it will off. He, will he be bringing his family His family. His family. <laughs> kicking it off with Brian <laughs> Kelly. Right after Brian Kelly, folks, it is the lane train. Oh, boy. Lane Kiffin rolls in. That thing goes from zero to 100, doesn't it? Followed. Jimbo. Followed by the quote machine himself, Eli Drinkwitz. <laughs> you can leave after day one and we'll have been entertained oh, man. all day long. I don't know, it man. It will be I, enough I, entertainment on day one just to kick, kick it. I mm. just I'm, – I'm not – I don't see the entertainment value of Brian Kelly, but I mean. Hello. He's going to get up there and talk like this or some stupid crap. Well, I mean. He, and then he's going to say something stupid. Well, here's the thing. He, he's not intentionally entertaining. This is what I'm saying, though. He, you're right. That's he, why it's all the more entertaining. He's just going to make fun of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is way more fun than. Yeah. You're right. You're so, right. On top of all of that, then you get the quote machine Drinkwitz at the mm-hmm. end who's going to give you plenty of one-liners like oh, Mitch yeah. Hedberg. <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. Day two, they're going to kick it off with Nick Saban. Mm. Then you get another great quote machine, the the all-time greatest quote machine in college football, even Start over Vegas. Steve Spurrier. Mike yep. Leach? Mike, Mike Leach. Okay. Zero question. He will answer you any question. You go from Saban to Leach? Saban to Leach. Woo. It will be the most Hello. 180 turn in the history of sports. <laughs> then you've got Beamer and Clark Lee. Okay. Which is, that's a weird day. I'm going to tell you what. I'm not sure putting Clark Lee at the end of any day is a good idea. There won't be nobody there. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll be sleep. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> I don't know who's sticking around to wow. talk to Clark Lee. That, okay. could, that may not necessarily be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hang on. Stay under the radar, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't focus on the negatives. <laughs> Wednesday, July 20th. Day three. Day three. Okay. Kirby Smart, Sam Pittman, Billy Napier, and Mark Stoops. Okay. Now there will be some Napier intrigue. will be good. There will be some intrigue with Napier because yeah. mm-hmm. he's not been there. He's, because he's new. With Pittman, you got the turnaround that he's made at Arkansas. He's he's a fun one. Stoops just had one of the best recruiting classes in the history of Kentucky, and he's got the long term contract. But you put those three. Okay. Now are Napier and Kelly are they the only two new coaches this year? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. So that's so then that leaves Heifel, Harson, and Fisher for day four. Hmm. That'll be a great day too. That's it. Hmm. Not a bad day. Okay. Not a bad day. So here's Not my a one. Qu- here's my question. Uh huh. We had this tweet the other day about what house you would want to be at <laughs> if you were in a house. If you had to pick a house, which house are you picking? Of those four four days. And why? Because maybe it's not a party. Maybe you're just having dinner. If I'm having dinner, I want to have dinner with Mike, with with, with, with Leach and Saban. Leach, Saban, and Clark Lee. Because yes. I think Clark Lee's very intelligent human. That's a good one. Uh, Lane Kiffin's hard but to go against. But if I'm having a party, yeah. it's house number one uh-huh. or four, but probably one. Yeah. Harson, though, depends on who he brings. His <laughs> wife or his sister. Or his <laughs> girlfriend. 
goodness. Or they both. bring them both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think I think day two is is the the group I'd rock with. That's a great group. I yeah. mean, it, well, I mean, just for Saban and Leach. Yeah, and anything you get out of Beamer and Lee is kind of bonus. It really is. Yeah, I mean, but Leach Leach will answer any question. It doesn't matter if you ask him about. What is the best first dance song for a wedding? He will have an answer. And he'll answer questions you didn't ask. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, let's if I'm if I'm being honest here, that's a it's a pretty great um, pretty great day on day 1. After that, it kind of eh, who knows. I, I, as far as entertainment factor. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, this wasn't ever meant to be entertaining. It wasn't meant <laughs> to be what it has become. Right. And I don't think Atlanta is going to give you what Hoover, what Hoover did. did. And that may be the reason they're leaving. Hmm. Hoover is a little out of hand. It's out of hand. And, I mean, I've again, I've not been since, like, 08, I guess, was the last time I went to SEC Media Days. But it – here's the thing. Nobody wants to hear this. What SEC, you kind of said it, but what SEC media days were designed for is not is no longer a purpose that it serves. You don't because, need it anymore because we went to load up on stories to run in the run up to the season. Now everything that you're writing is for that 24 hour news cycle right there, and like you said, you don't need it with with. The internet and Zoom meetings and that kind of thing, but a lot of times that was the only um, access you had to those coaches preseason. For, yeah, basically. So at least before practice started. So it's 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 a different situation than it was originally designed for. But you know you you kind of have to go because you you know because FOMO. Well, it's not <laughs> it's but it's not just that it's. Even having it is is really useless for the SEC other than it's promoting their brand. Exposure. This is nothing more than let me take up 72 hours of or 86 uh, – I'm sorry, 96. 96. 96 hours of ESPN's Mm -hmm. programming. Yeah. Well, no other conferences media day does anything, comes close to this. In terms of the exposure. And they try. Yeah, they try. You know, and I know that ACC and Big Ten all have their studio shows, and the Big Ten's is not bad, but. Other than being the Big Ten. But they don't have Paul Feinbaum. (laughs) And Feinbaum sits there all the time. Or Feinbaum's listeners. Right. I mean, they're just, it is a rabid pack of crazy people. Who cannot get enough? Which I mean, makes for I, good television. When I'm, if you go to if you go to Alabama, and you listen to sports talk radio, half of every show is college football. Three hundred and sixty-five days. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind how it's even possible. How do you do that? Yep. We uh, can't even do. That. Oh, you're just gonna throw a microphone I, on anybody? I told you I would. We are joined by. Jarvis Little Sr. <laughs> okay. Father of the 120-pound 100, Class AA finalist Jarvis Little Jr. of Summit. Now, Sr. doubles as the sound guy 
for Summit Home matches. And I told y'all what he did. Oh, the last he played time. Oh, this uh, is a little Tell Loke. Uh, yeah, he, he played yeah. a little Tell Loke there you go. In, in, in our honor when I walked in. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah. let's do it. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. When we see uh, when we see celebrities coming to the building, we, thought, <laughs> we like to set the stage right. So that's what we do. We try to set an atmosphere at Summit. Well, hey, I just wanted to. I, I appreciate the atmosphere, but I just wanted to congratulate you, you and um, wish you, because I've, I've been a wrestling dad. Wish you luck. Thank tomorrow. you. <laughs> hey, I, I'm already having a heart attack. But yeah, his his stomach is in all the knots. <laughs> that, that's why I'm taking my laps right now, guys. Uh, keep <laughs> trying keep to get taking down the, He's keep. trying to get down to weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> Let's you, Let's do man. it. All right. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I, I am looking forward to to tomorrow to, watch, to taking coverage or watching your coverage because Main Street Preps – MainStreetMurray.com. You're not going to find any better coverage or timely, comprehensive well, coverage. Uh, hold up on the timely. Well, who knows? As best you can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was awake early this morning. and <laughs> At 2.30? I, I got, uh, I got you know, a little notification on my phone, and the light goes up. And so in a dark room, you're going to see that. I look over, and there's a tweet from at MoPatton underscore sports. About wrestling coverage from the previous day, two thirty in the morning. That's he's how, back here this morning. Yeah, that's how hard this guy's working to cover wrestling. Grinding, baby. Grinding. He is a grinder. Um, so, Mo, there may be people oh, that may not know exactly where to find all your coverage, but let them know. Well, give, give uh, take again, an opportunity at at Mo Patton underscore Sports on Twitter. I've, I've been trying to tweet out some videos and that kind of thing as best we can <laughs> under the circumstances. You have to go stand outside the doors. Yeah, with, it's cold on, out there. By on the way. one foot and you know that kind of thing. <laughs> um, Left arm in the air. Uh, also at First Takedown, which um, we did not have a podcast today. Um, we'll try to get one up. Here I think I, I think we out. got plenty of wrestling coverage on this show, though. Yep. So yeah. you may just have to uh, repurpose this. There you go. There that. we go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and again at the website at um, MainStreetMurray.com, we we had some preliminary coverage coming into the tournament. We we had a wrap up from last night. Um, a little something on some some girls wrestling with the two girls from Columbia Central and the. German exchange student hmm. Vanessa Henkel from Spring Hill, who didn't fare so well yesterday, but did win by pin coming through the consolations earlier today. So um, we'll have more on that and, and on tomorrow's finalists. So continue to check that out. Um, let's take a quick break here because when we come back on a up, give you the final thoughts on the stadium series that's coming up in. I guess about 24 hours or so. A little more. It's cold out there, y'all. Yeah, you know that's okay. You, you can you can ting on that one. It's fine. So yeah, we'll be back, we'll be back on on Main Street Sports today. Y'all stick around. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Day. Coming to you from the 
Williamson County Ag Expo Center, where the TWSAA State Wrestling Championships are taking place. They will conclude tomorrow. Make sure you are following at MoPatton underscore sports for all your coverage as best you can under the circumstances. He'll go outside and stand on one leg <laughs> occasionally and get a tweet out. And we appreciate that. Finally, oh, wow, it's, it's 6.30 tomorrow night. Oh, okay. 6.30 tomorrow night, you will see. It's going to be good and cold. Good and cold. <laughs> you will be able to see the 2022 Stadium Series game featuring the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. We talked to, We talked to, uh, more at length yesterday with Pete Weber about it. If you missed that, you can go back and listen to Pete and that conversation. We'll also talk to him about last night's uh, ceremonies honoring the great Pekka Rene ahead of their game with the Dallas Stars. Again, Nissan Stadium hosting at Tampa Bay and Nashville in the stadium series. These, uh, you know, we mentioned, I guess, I guess Pete mentioned Corey Perry, who was <laughs> public enemy number one. Is public enemy number one. He he from played, his time with the Sharks. No, his the Stars. Stars. My bad. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, he. I was gonna say he's played in three outdoor hockey games, but he's played in one outdoor hockey game and thirty nine seconds of another, because that's how long it took him to elbow Ryan Ellis during the Winter Classic two years ago uh, that I was at. And the old turn and burn, that was a great day. <sighs> to Dallas. <sighs> oh, good Lord. Yeah. It's not ideal. Oh. But. <laughs> That's one of those things you do once, right? You do it to say you did it. But mm -hmm. it was worth it. The Winter Classic was worth it. Now, now granted, we went there on Friday and stay, we got there on New Year's New Year's morning at 12.12. We, we pulled into the parking lot of the hotel. Uh-oh. That's something. Yeah, something's going on. I, I can't figure out what, though. I'm not Cause sure. Because there's wrestling on <laughs> six, six mats. mats, and some of them are, are obscured by the, the bout board here that we're set up behind because the Internet is best here <laughs> we thought well i no, i'm pretty sure it is best here well we got a window so i guess yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but he will be playing in this one and again as pete said i think he's going to get a <laughs> rousing welcome <laughs> people have long memories don't they <laughs> uh, hockey fans do specifically uh despite all of the um head injuries that we've all procured over the years <laughs> <laughs> On the athletic, Lightning favored money line at minus 150, Preds at plus 125. Total goals over under five and a half. What do you got? Five and a half goals. Total? Total. Mm, five and a half total. There's usually a lot of goals in the out, in the classics, right? There are for some reason. Yeah. I guess it's because so it's like, harder to see the Yeah, it's a different atmosphere. 3-2 would be the under. That's correct. Yeah, I'm going over. I think I'm going to take the over. Oh. I'm going over, too. I don't think there's any chance. That there's under under five and a half. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember us talking about the Smashville jerseys, the Navy with the gold stripe and mm -hmm. Smashville yeah. across. Uh, both of them are kind of kind of go with the team nicknames on the jerseys, but um, they're not great. And well, <laughs> if I tell you, 
If I tell Mo who made them, he will, <laughs> I will understand. He will uh. understand. <laughs> Three stripe life, baby. What color are the breads? They're navy. Navy. With, but it's like a, it's like a, it's almost like a shiny velour. Okay. It's weird. Tell me when the last velour. Adidas uniform was made that you liked. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Egg. Uh, boom. The white Tennessee with the black outline of the orange so you could actually see the numbers. <laughs> That's probably the last one from 96 or whatever. <laughs> um, and the Lightning will have a, just a, big, a big bolt on their jersey. So, <laughs> No, no. Bazinga. I lied. <laughs> I lied. I'm sorry. It says bolts across the jersey. Oh, so. it says oh. bolts. Okay. okay, it says bolts. It's not a bolt. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And <laughs> semantics. What, what, what's the show? What? What's Big Bang Theory. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, Our the Sheldon versus in a. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, the bazinga. That yeah. would be uh -huh. that would be awesome if it was. <laughs> that was. Jersey. Oh man. Oh, man. Um, weather is expected to be about four, low 40s around puck drop, and it's probably not going to get any better. Uh, At 6:30, what what would make you think it will? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because this week we've seen the temperature rise at, at weird night? times. So after dark, yeah. I think it's a good temperature, though. Oh, yeah. It's Is perfect. there any pre precipitation? No precipitation through. Oh, Listen. Perfect. They, they did this at the perfect time because yep. Sunday's supposed to be in the 60s, and then all week next week is going to be sunny and like 65 to 70 all week long. It's going to be perfect mo weather. Perfect mo weather. Next week, <laughs> not Saturday. Yeah. And we're going to be inside watching basketball. Yes. That's <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll just know what it's like outside. <laughs> Maybe we'll find a softball game to get to. Or there you something. go. C State may be home. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, uh, speaking of, do, do we need to add them to the to oh, the rundown? Oh, the, the basketball. Yeah, uh, you, we've got region tournaments. We've got state region tournament, tournaments. Yeah, well, region seven. Um, so Columbia State women play tomorrow night at eight over at Dyersburg against Cleveland State. The Lady Chargers are the number six seed. Columbia State men play Sunday at 6. They are the number two seed. They will play the winner of the Cleveland State-Jackson State game that tips off here in about a half hour over in Dyersburg. Let's see. I'm looking. A half hour as we are recording. As oh, are, yeah, my yeah. bad. <laughs> Nor normally we're live. I get it. You're, you're fine. But, uh, yeah, baseball and softball But I'm looking for baseball and softball, and I know yeah. I've got them. Whenever softball is – Count me in. <laughs> Baseball today played, or is playing Grand Rapids right now. It's a 12 o'clock doubleheader, so they'll probably yeah, be done playing. by the time you hear, hear this since we are live to take. <laughs> um, softball. Softball played Kalamazoo. It was a 2 o'clock start. Tomorrow they are in Albertville. Alabama for the Sneed Invitational starting at 10 in the morning. And then um, they don't play again until they go to Bevel on March 1st. So. March 1st in Summerton, Alabama, home of Chris Yow. <laughs> they will literally be playing. The 2006 Man of the Year, Tom Man, Tom of, the Man year. of the Year. Yes. That's right. yes. We're going to put that on the sign. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, 
<laughs> did I see the water tower? <laughs> did I see that in your um, Twitter bio? Yes, Twitter you did. bio. You did, in fact. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, from Bevel State softball field, you can see the you can see my high school. You can see the school. You can see the school I went to second grade through eighth grade, and then you can see the high school as well. So, yeah. If you want to go down and watch Columbia State in, in, in Summerton, I can, I can hook you up with some, uh, some recommendations. Some re- recommendations. Well, yeah. There are three restaurants in town. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> for, for those that want to go down, where should they, where should they dine, sir? Well, normally I would tell you, uh, you know, like Green Top Barbecue, but it caught on fire a couple weeks ago, so it's not open. Mm. So, so we're down to two. So, so we're well. They've got their. Was it a barbecue-related fire? It was. Uh, it was. Uh, the pit caught on fire. And, oh, geez. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Was there meat lost? There was, in fact, and that's even that's the worst <laughs> oh, part. Oh God. Uh, other other than that, I you know, I'm not sure that Lee's restaurant might be the only other place in town to eat. Where's my bacon? It is in my refrigerator. I didn't want to bring it because I didn't know anyway. Uh, I, I, that's looking, okay. I forgot my cooler anyway. If you're looking for good bacon, Smith Farms, they'll hook you up. <laughs> Just look it up, Smith Farms. Thank right. us later. Unsolicited. That's how good it is. It, it really is. It's a, it, it, it cost me 60-something dollars for five pounds, but you know what? It was well worth it. It's the best bacon I've had in a long time the last time we got it. Best so. bacon. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to all our guests. We had a ton of them. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for, for sticking around through the, the sausage-making process. It's been a lot of fun. Hope you guys will come back on Monday as we recap the weekend and give you all the reactions from all the things. It's going to be a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. For Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yassing. Have a great day. We'll see you then.